I promise there's no, there will be zero instances of Jimmy Eats World in this podcast episode. <laughs> Are you preempting this on the off chance that we had a lot of negative reviews? Oh, yeah. No, I know we did. <laughs> this, is, this is Dylan Pollock. I really hated that, and I am no longer listening to the podcast. I sound no. like Cartman, presumably. <laughs> no. I don't want you to do like a... Making fun of Dylan Pollock? Yeah, that's not what Dylan does. No. You're right, Dylan doesn't do that. Welcome back to... Jump at the Batwagon. On right? Bat. Yeah, On Bat. <laughs> this is the show where we watch through the entire DC Animated Universe from start to finish. In the controversial, controversial air date, date order. order. To view these shows the way human beings experience them in the, the far gone, gone days of the, the 1990s. 1990s. And eventually 2000s. <laughs> I'm about to change that someday. Ooh. Yeah. Brian here has never seen any of the DCAU besides That's what we've watched for the podcast. Brian has seen 47 episodes of the DCAU or whatever. Whilst I have seen them all a million times and know everything there is to know about the DCAU, question me and die. Are people still calling me Bay in the future? In the future? Have they called you Bay yet? Yeah. I don't. I think twice. Mm, don't think so. We rec- no to, one's ever thought of you that way. To, uh, <laughs> it's true. I'm going to play it, with your wallet again. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's, it's a nice little fidget toy. We have our fidget spinners here with us, but we can't be bothered to make sounds, so we got to instead press a clicky-clack wallet. Do it. It's pretty fun. It, yeah, it shoots all my money out. That, it shoots your money out? That's yeah. not money. That's a card. That's plastic plastic money we recommend you watch today's dcau episode before listening to this podcast to get the full experience out of our discussion of the 1990s controversial (laughs) (laughs) and please if you send in mail or leave a comment do not spoil anything past this episode for brian okay okay don't don't tell brian what happens at the end of this episode banana man says okay banana man says okay okay today we are watching the Mechanic, Batman the Animated Series, which your prediction was this is Alfred fixing all of Batman's bullshit, I think. It's yeah, but can I can I change it up? Sure, yeah, you can do whatever. What if it's just it's You just, just can't a story. sing the Jimmy Eats World song. <laughs> Ever again. Oh, we no. don't do any annoying music <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> uh, <what? laughs> I had my finger on the button for so long and it You're still caught you off guard. <laughs> Um, what if it's just a story about a mechanic? It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, and it's just a guy who like, works at some like oil change place. It's a bottle or episode that's just a mechanic. Yeah, it would be kind of cool to have an episode of like just some random guy's perspective of like Batman flinging around the city doing shit. Yeah, I don't think that ever. Happens. We had one shot of that with the guy who like went to his like sliding door uh, window on the in the skyscraper he like opened his blind oh yeah and like Zoom. <laughs> the very slow acom drawing of a man opening his curtain what? <laughs> that glided past his window that's yeah. what it was i thought yeah. he was like spider-man and then we man. talked about that that episode should have been from his pov the whole time oh yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway uh this is the 55th episode produced and the 48th to air last time was the 56th and 47th so we're still in that same ish distance. Okay. Uh, aired Sunday, January 24th, 1993. We skipped five days. Again? Yeah, we're skipping days lately. Again. Again. 4.30 p.m. Fox Kids or Fox, Fox, Fox whatever. Adult Fox. The teleplay is by Randy Rogel. 
he was on the teleplay for Two Face Part One and the writer for Two Face Part Two, and also the story of Twiger Twiger. Oh, uh, the story on this one is <laughs> oh <laughs> no no Randy no Tigress. The story is by Laren Bright and Steve Perry of Journey. You said Not that really. joke before. I did. I say it every time. Mm. Laren Bright uh, wrote, Be a Clown, Pav, The Cat in the Claw, and Perchance to Dream. And Steve Perry wrote, Night of the Ninja and Terror in the Sky, which was the Man Bat sequel episode. Do you remember Rainbow Bright? Yes. Nice. Nice. Music. <laughs> <laughs> Music. Okay, let me try to get these ones out here. John... Ta- Jacob Jingleheimer Ta- Schmidt. Shit. His, His name, name is my name. No! You did it! Why? I didn't you do did it. it. I didn't do it. You heard nothing. Oh my god. Uh John Tatjenhorst. Tatjenhorst? Tatjenhorst. Don't look at anything else on that page. Don't look at it. Stop looking. Stop! I'm trying Ta- to make that make sense Ta- in a language and that I Peter know. Peter Tomashek. The two hardest to pronounce names in existence. Uh, I think KM would disagree with you. Yeah, KM would disagree. Uh, this is JT's only credited episode. John Tatian Horst. Jonathan Taylor. Thomas Horst. And Peter Tomaszek uh, will go on to be part of two more episodes and a movie. Ooh, uh, but he movie. was not. This is his first thing on this show. Uh, this is one that I did write down. Other stuff that he wrote music for or would go on to write music for. Mm-hmm. You ready? I'm ready. Hellraiser 3. Oh. Beastmaster 2. Oh. Ace Ventura 2. Oh. A Troll in Central Park. Oh. Final Destination. Oh. Lawnmower Man 2 Beyond Cyberspace. They made a second. I guess they did. Yeah, I wasn't aware until I wrote this down either. Oh, shit. Uh, the 2004 Spartacus TV show. show, 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 show. And Kung Pao Enter, Enter the, the Fist. fist. <laughs> oh, glory of glories. Yeah. So we've got Randy Rogel, Two-Face writer. Uh, we've got the, the Night of the... Or no, Two-Face... Yeah, Two Face writer and Night of the Ninja writer, and Kung Pao Enter the Fist music <laughs> music composer. Uh, animation by Dong Yang, mm. same as the last two episodes mm. in that other giant list of stuff. Mm. So what do you what are you thinking going into this? We have a good I'm wondering one. why there's a chip. <laughs> I've been wondering that this uh, the whole last episode in this. I figured you put it there. I thought you put it there. I didn't put it there. It's on a bag. There's a Ziploc with a chip on it. Hey, and check none this of us out. know the origin of the hey, chip. Rose. Hey Rose. Listen. Hey Rose. Listen carefully. <laughs> really nice. She made me cough. Did you guys like oh, that? Oh, Max wants a chip. Uh oh. We got to end it. No, we, we're almost done with I'll this intro. Back. Holy God. Holy heaven. Max needs a chip. Oh, my goodness. I no longer have control of this podcast. I never did. You never, never did. did. Chip. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> Let's go watch The Mechanic. Oh, I thought episode. you had something else to add. No, that's it. You that's, why I was, said, that's why I was like, you sit down. Said, you could have just on. said it and been like, Brian's no. fired from the podcast. Brian's fired from the podcast. Sick. Sick. See you soon. Peace out. I got, um, I'm Brian. I got hand sanitizer in my eye. <laughs> I'm Jamie's biggest fan or whatever. Yeah, Wait. I know. I think I meant to say it the Thank other direction. Thank you for admitting that. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye. Looks great, Earl. Big job, wasn't it? <laughs>
You look tired. Yeah, well, it took longer than I figured. See, uh, haven't even had time to clean up yet. Where's Marva? Oh, down in the basement. Got some cleaning to do down there. In the basement. By the way, I even fixed the air conditioning switch. Uh, right. Did good, old man. They just left. Welcome back to 96.9, Jimmy and the Brig. <laughs> I feel like we need to just get an air horn sound that like... Bwah, 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 bwah. Yeah, crack open a cold one. Radio voices Jimmy only the for prick. the rest of the podcast. I think I'm going to put money on, there is no good Penguin episode. <laughs> 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 like I was sitting there thinking about it the whole time. And I'm talking an episode that like the Penguin is the bad guy. Not like Penguin appears in this the Hugo Strange episode. Like that kind of thing doesn't count. I'm talking about like, I've got Batman in my basement, the mechanic. Those are the ones so far. I've got Batman <coughs> in, in my, my basement. basement. I've got Scarecrow in my asshole. <laughs> Do you not remember? I've said this a couple times. I'm, I'm quoting the computer in the Batmobile being like, here are the list of places the Scarecrow could be. And every time that I've brought that up, oh, right, like, right, the right. Scarecrow was in my asshole. You see? And it's a running gag. It's such a running gag that you remember it. I would like to run away from it. Run... Up that hill. 96.9. What happened in the Mecha Nick? Turns out Batman is not quite the driver that he thought he was. A descending... What? Oh. A descending drawbridge smashes the front of the Batmobile. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) I can do this! Batman takes it to his old mechanic to fix the car. The car uh, needing replacement parts gets tracked by a couple of baddies, including the penguin. The penguin's henchmen sabotage the Batmobile, and Batman is unable to be alerted to the problems until it's too late. The Batmobile, now driven by the Penguin, goes on a rampage in impossible ways that the Penguin, who's controlling it via RC, could not actually be controlling it. But, alas, they make a last-second escape before the Batmobile explodes. And, uh, wait, can you do the uh, Cowboy Bebop? Like, can you do Tank? I think Brian's about to be done describing the episode. Three, two, two, one, here I go. And then Batman, I guess, catches, Earl made an escape hatch, and then they escape, and then they catch the penguin because Earl's daughter fixes things the uh, fix breaks the toes of the penguin and he, he goes to jail they catch the penguin. now oh, we did different songs oh yeah i was still on tank i first somehow forgot to mention that kevin altieri was the director of this episode it looks like i didn't write that down even 
96.9. Kevin Altieri is the director. So, yeah, here's the official synopsis, and you'll want to get the guitar. (laughs) Reaching for the guitar. Going to move his microphone down. What are we playing today? Um, give me some, give me some like, yeah, kind of more upbeat. Whoa. Very out of tune. Very. What happened? Dude, let's pause that for a minute. That's better. Instatune. What kind brought of? to you by Jump on the Bandwagon? <laughs> by Jump the Wagon. On bet. I wasn't ready. When <laughs> what what, do you want uh, kind of I don't know. Something a little more upbeat than our usual campfire song song. Mm. Or at least maybe bluesier. I got the Batmobile fixing blues. Yeah. When the penguin sends his goons to pull off a burglary, Batman and Robin pursue the distinctive penguin limo in their Batmobile. Thanks to a freak accident during the high speed chase, the penguin. What? <laughs> what? Oh my god. The penguin gang gets away, but it it's comboed gang into gets. the penguin gang gets. 96.9. The penguin gang. <laughs> the penguin gang gets away and the Batmobile is virtually demolished. And so the Dark Knight must do as he always does in this situation. Turn to Earl Cooper, the former automotive engineer who designed the present version of the Batmobile. Uh, Cooper has financed and outfitted by... Oh, let me start that sentence again. Penguin Gengits. <laughs> Cooper has been... Fi- wow! <laughs> It's 10 p.m. Cooper has been financed and outfitted by the Batman with his own secret body shop. There, Earl works on retainer, always on call to repair the Batmobile in emergencies like this one. However, when an employee of one of Earl's suppliers turns out to be an informant for the Penguin, the felonious foul is able to make the connection between Batman and Earl Cooper. Infiltrating Earl's shop, the Penguin and his men hold Earl's daughter hostage in exchange for Earl's cooperation in setting a trap for the Batman. Earl will design and construct a device that puts the Penguin in the driver's seat by remote control, by disengaging the brake system and all the safety features, then accelerating the Batmobile through a series of dangerous maneuvers. The Penguin intends to ace out Penguin, uh, Penguin, Batman, and Robin out once and for all, but the masked crime fighters are one step ahead of the Penguin. Thanks to the clever clues, Earl slips Batman in a coded message. Though the Batmobile is ultimately demolished once again, the Batman and Robin eject in time, and in the end, the time is exactly what the Penguin winds up doing. Earl designs and constructs a new improved Batmobile in his brand new top secret shop. <laughs> I cut you off like a conductor. Like, stop. Stop. <laughs> Rafiki there. popping out of a bush. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I know those cues. Jesus Christ. You could have actually set tempo for me too. Like, that would have <laughs> yeah. been okay. We're doing this one in three, four. Okay. Can we. <laughs> Yeah, so that, that was insane. I didn't actually hear like basically a word you, of that. You watched the episode, but that's insane. That might have been one of the longest ones. It was had. very long. Yeah, the mechanic, an episode. The mechanic. The ninety six point nine. Now it's nine. Now I guess nine ninety nine 
Nine. 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 Want to watch this episode again? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> True. It was just boring. It's just boring. And it was... Uh, I think we were it comment- wasn't boring. No. I thought it was boring. Nothing's really going on. Interesting to me. It's a very silly plot. Penguin. It's, a, it's the Batman Returns. Penguin takes over the Batmobile plot. Yeah. He does that in that movie. That works. There was a couple of... That's not how that works. Moments Brilliant. in the episode. I. It's funny. I, I never get that starting note right. <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> the. That's almost too low for me. That. 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 <laughs> Ooh. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Just. Uh, the only thing that sticks out to me that seems important, sort of, about this episode is just the, like, oh, cool, Batman's Batmobile used to look like that. And Batman was also wearing a costu- a different costume in those flashbacks. Like, he and didn't his... have the oval around the bat and stuff. The biggest thing that got me was the Batman face in the front of the Batmobile. Yeah, the, yeah, which is a very, like, classic, like, 40s comics Batmobile design. Hmm. Uh, so that's, I'm I'm sure, a reference to that. And and there will be something later that maybe I will remember to discuss because it's kind of minor, but uh, it, that sort of is a weird continuity issue with the Batmobile design looking like that at that point and Earl Cooper designing the Batmobile to look a different way. But continuity. Continuity. <laughs> 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 Uh, but yeah, I mean, not really just kind of a weird thing, but that's literally all that I ever remember from this episode because the rest of it is penguin going yuck, 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 yuck. And that it's, it just sucks. I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, my, my <laughs> house, penguin episode. my housemate Cooper has this, um, <laughs> Earl Cooper. Yeah. I know. It's kind of funny. Actually, I, all the Cooper quotes in here. I was like, I should like clip one of those and send it to Coop. Um, oh, sorry. Real quick. Real quick. The reason I pressed the that's not how that works button was because of oh. all of your... Uh, Mechanic. The, yeah, he's just like, this one's got port and starboard attachments. This one's got dingle hoppers coming out the wazoo. <laughs> like, the, he was say, just saying nonsense technobabble words that had nothing to do with anything. And you're like, the Batmobile's front wheel drive? Yeah. Because the front, like, two feet of it get crushed by a bridge, and, like, that apparently ruptures every possible thing, even though they were man- they managed to drive it all the way to the garage. Let me talk about <laughs> that in a sec. Yeah, so basically, yeah, sorry, that's what, what I was going to say as well, is is Coop has this amazing ability to say nonsensical technobabble words. Yeah. It's like, and he's like, I think one of his things is like to like quantum plate the dendifiters or something like that. And he'll just say it with such sincerity that it yeah. still catches you off guard. <laughs> it feels like a real thing. Yeah. But now here's where mechanic Bry comes out. But. But. He comes out of the butt. <laughs> here's where Brian, mechanic <laughs> Bry comes out. But. Uh, yeah. He talks about like Earl is looking through the closed hood at the mm-hmm. very, very front of the Batmobile. says, oh, the drivetrain's wrecked. Yeah, he d- how, how did he know any of that stuff? He or his daughter in, like, just glancing at it. <laughs> well, well, I guess because they built it so they know where everything is in it. But, but even, like, and, oh, Brad, I hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't been doing fake trips. No, but we bloody of. well ought to. Um, <laughs> So the so one if the drivetrain was as he said shot, 
the car wouldn't drive. Mm-hmm. If it was front wheel drive, then you could say that like something in the drive. Well, I think you pointed out in the intro, we see the back wheels like spin Flintstone style before the Batmobile speeds off out out the Batcave. Yeah, so it's rear wheel drive. (laughs) So the front foot and a half of the car being destroyed wouldn't destroy the drive train. I mean, I guess you could say that that, like just control the back from the front. What? Like car have bunch of thing under hood, but Mm -hmm. even back wheel drive car thing would still be under hood right i mean your transmission stuff would be yeah and you could say that the drivetrain as well is like and i guess i'm getting like kind of like caught up semantically this on this is also a car that doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> i've seen it in cartoons yes um but you could say like yeah like the front wheels and stuff and like your steering and all that is part of the drivetrain but this is your again, favorite episode. You're like car guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your favorite episode to be mad at. I guess. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, okay, I actually know things. But yeah, there was a lot of stuff, like just words that they were saying, which were not yeah, words. There yeah. was things that they were saying that would not they have were been words. damaged. None of them were like made up terms, but they were combined. He said like quantum try some things. He said try nitro... God, <laughs> like try nitro um, injectors or something like yeah. that. Later, he said dual accelerator something. And I'm like, so the Batmobile is going to have two gas pedals? <laughs> like, <laughs> right, yeah. Well, it also, like, it just, it's funny to me. Oh, like, he, said, he said something like turbocharged, uh, t- t- like tri nitro injected into the turbocharger and was like there's some really dodgy engineering going on in this thing that man you should not be trusting this man with your, with your equipment i wish you could remember exactly what they're saying i thought it was weird how we've seen a couple episodes already where batman and or robin uh are riding a like bat motorcycle like they yeah do in this and now they're just loners yeah he's he like well you fucked up the batmobile again so i guess you gotta borrow my motorcycles that are also bat themed but he's had that yeah. in the bat cave many times yeah. and there's not been like i got these from earl cooper i, I don't know it was, and also the helmet is shaped <laughs> specifically to batman's head yeah, and he's cowl and yeah. ears he's had that yeah was earl driving around with that helmet well on? yeah are they earl and marva or whatever her name is the daughter's motorcycles and yeah earl's like i don't want anyone to know i work for batman my put bat ears on my helmet <laughs> <laughs> for my motorcycle that i let you use <laughs> there there's definitely some dodginess in this um, I do hope any mechanics out there do, do get a chance to watch this episode. <laughs> the mechanic. Oh, this ought to be good. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but it was not great. Also, why isn't it? Why isn't it the mechanics? There were two. Are you not thought a woman would work on your Batmobile? <laughs> said Poison Ivy. She saves the day. <laughs> we had animation that was bad, and yet it was the same company that did uh, The Laughing Fish, which was good, and Harley and Ivy, which was also bad. good, we both agreed. Yeah. And th- just all three of them looked very different from each other. They did. They looked cool. super different. It was like maybe they assigned different teams or something on each one to get them done faster. I don't know. Very well. It, was, it was weird, but like, yeah, I thought it was just, I think that's part of what makes me not remember or not like this episode is like, because is the ox bad. Yeah. bad. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Jame. Jamie. James. James. James is one syllable. And Jame. one person. 
multiple gyms. Multiverse, the DCAU Multiverse Revisited. Go watch now on the Watchtower Database YouTube channel. Also, what if your whole, I don't know, proclivity. What about my whole, Brian? <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> that scarecrow. <laughs> what if your whole proclivity for making multiples of you on screen at the same time comes from the fact that your parents gave I you a name that was pluralized? James, yeah. <laughs> I am the James. There are James. Should have just named you James. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, so the animation is bad, and like the penguin's face is particularly bad throughout this whole episode. It's really bad. Yeah, it's like they can't figure out like the like the proportions of because he's got his little normal eyeball and he's got his big Mister Peanut monocle eyeball. Yeah, and then but like some of the shots, both of them were giant, and some of the shots, both of them were tiny. And and there also that guy that he brought in Rundle or something Grun- Grundle, <laughs> basically he just looked disgusting, like and it wasn't necessarily like the character design. It was just like it was just his Grundle. Yeah, it was just his Grundle. <laughs> uh, glossing over that one, there was one scene where uh, what was the mechanic's daughter's name? I think Marva or something. Okay, well we'll find out we'll, in we'll the credits. But yeah, um, he like. The penguin grabs her, mm-hmm. and he's like suddenly way taller, twelve feet yeah, tall, yeah. eight feet wide. <laughs> he's this huge Goliath. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like in like the next couple scenes, he's just like, yeah, I guess they, I guess they had to make him look like foreboding or menacing or something because, like, she's definitely so they made him weigh him. Yeah. a thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, the shot of him like. They pass on the highway and he hangs out the window. First, the car farts on the Batmobile. Yeah. It makes a fart sound. <laughs> it, it, it goes in front of it and, and then like some yeah. clouds come out. And it was like, what? What? Why? The Joker was. He I was had about his to own say, remote la- control. Yeah. <laughs> Later, he'll shoot a swordfish at the Batmobile. And start <laughs> laughing. Uh, yeah. The the. He farts on the Batmobile, and then when he was leaning out, the the penguin himself farts on the Batmobile. <laughs> just walks up, and then walking there. Hey, you'll never catch me. But he's leaning out the window. He looked particularly like poorly drawn, and mm. I don't know. It's just it's just like both penguin focus episodes. Not to mention his his acom appearance in the <laughs> strange secret of Bruce Wayne. He's just looked really sloppy and bad. I don't know. It makes me not. It's like. <laughs> Penguins a cop out. <laughs> yeah, well, I just feel like it. Maybe it's partially due to the fact that they like were mandated, studio mandated to like make him look like the Danny DeVito version, so they couldn't do what they wanted necessarily. They made a with fourteen him. foot tall Danny DeVito. God yeah. help us all. <laughs> I have got two words. Okay, <laughs> Penguin <laughs> looks terrible, <laughs> but like he, I don't know if that has anything to do with it because like this is also a very Danny DeVito Penguin act that he's doing. Mm. But like, it just seems like everyone talks about like oh all the bad guys like you Bat- Batman on Batman the animated series is really fleshed out and good, but like all the villains too they're so like well written and and the best versions we've ever who seen who says character. that the world I don't know. the world is wrong but, like the penguin specifically so far has just been not well done i don't know like there's nothing interesting about him and he's i like laughable he, he like flexed his whole like 
Surely you've heard about my weaponry. <laughs> yeah, my umbrellas, my umbrellas that you are, know about. Yeah. They're, they're d- dangerous as fuck. We! One time I stuck one in a keyhole and it melted right out. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing just dis- disintegrated. We need, while we're on this tear, <laughs> we need to get in a tear on the guy who like got sent down the river in the rubber duck. Yeah. yeah. I guess who Batman drowned. Returns thing. The giant rubber duck. Um, He, like... <laughs> he's just like hey i was doing this research and i found these parts oh, and yeah. i thought like <laughs> cars don't have those parts so it must be the batmobile and like why would what? you ever make that assumption well, I like how he says all those things he says like i like people have been someone's been buying weird car parts and then i think it's the batmobile and you said <laughs> why do you and think then that, and then immediately exposition like why, tell him why on the cartoon mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like well that was the best thing yeah. the cartoon did actually <laughs> yeah, they answered your question but even still even but they when didn't ex- answer the yeah, question even when he explains it's like well every time that the batmobile gets broken uh this which com- how would that be pr- public knowledge yeah for yeah well it's like every time they're driving the batmobile down the street there seems to be nobody around except that one Lady hanging lady with out her of her poodle. car, yeah, and the guy hanging out of his car in Harley and Ivy, going like, "Yeah, watch where you're going, you fucking asshole." This scarecrow, he's that, in my asshole. That was that was something that actually Jordan Bloom and has kind of cued me into with like the, the Gotham City News uh, GCN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the Batmobile was seen on the bridge uh, getting cr- the bridge closes on the Batmobile. Shouldn't the front of it be either the bridge mechanism is broken because it a car got lodged in there. Yeah. But whenever you see the, oh, here's the damage, the bridge part is not there. Like, like how they couldn't have backed out the Batmobile. No. Anyway, what I was saying is that yeah. like Jordan's really like brought that to my attention of the idea of like, pay attention to the surroundings and what's going on because this city's awareness of Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Which th- sometimes it's apparently really good. And most of the time stuff is, impossible yeah well like this, he, this guy would there's no reason why this guy would be like does he does he know the batmobile does he know how it's built is he could be anticipating that some supervillain would want this information and is paying really good attention like maybe he'll pay me lots of money or something but instead he gets sent down a toilet yeah a toilet I that's like, what he gets for <laughs> understanding that uh, titanium piston nails or whatever are <laughs> yeah yeah the big one walk- that was another moment of just like saying car parts that didn't yeah. really have any connection penguin just walking away looking through the blueprint papers or whatever like ah piston pee holes and <laughs> the what what uh oh, piston pins or something is what he said <laughs> that's maybe what he said when he sends the guy down the the river the sewer river whatever yeah. Where's the sewer king when you need him? Uh, where's Down the that hole. Yeah, yeah <laughs> probably. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Here comes another duck. <laughs> <laughs> duck gods are sending me another duck. Yes, they are. The, the <laughs> when he's headed down the river, that you can hear the like white water rapids of it are so loud, and, and then, he gets all the way to the end like a mile later. Excuse and he's above, me. Yeah, he's like at like a normal vo- like hello. Where is this sending me? And the penguin just like. 
to a, I hope you go to hell or whatever. He said, I can't remember. He says something. He says something like very quietly yeah. while he's like skimming through these papers. And <laughs> the, the guy's, guy's like, excuse uh, me. Like he, but he can, like he, they're having like a conversation yeah. a mile apart and, and one guy's talking slightly loud and the other yeah. one is mumbling and yeah. they can still hear each other over the, <laughs> plus the like, what is that centrifugal force when yeah. it's that whole, he's inside a spinny thing. Yeah. Like that would destroy you. Yeah. The way he, the speed it was going. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's almost like it's a garden cartoon. inside the what is reality machine? By reality? Whoa! What is by reality? That's what the episode was called. I wish it was. It's my movie. Bwap. Bwap. <laughs> my ADD is uh, in hyper hypercharged. So what did I'm you sorry. say was a good transition to Batman's usefulness? Uh, the fact that he wasn't useful. Well, yeah. We were talking about the mechanic's daughter, whose name we don't know. Uh, it is Marva. I was right. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Uh, how she was the one that basically saved the day. Batman just kind of failed and lollygagged his way through the episode. <laughs> I like uh, Batman, like, world's greatest detective. The guy's like, uh, she's in the basement, Yeah, Batman. <laughs> the basement. And he's like, okay, fucking weirdo. Like, get out of my face. And they go. Also, I fixed the air conditioning <laughs> wink, switch. Wink, wink. And Batman's like, uh, Batman doesn't catch alone. that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Earl, I think you need to take your medication. (laughs) And then also Penguin's goon doesn't like catch on. He's like, you did a great job. Yeah, He's like, stick to the script. And then he says these definitely off script things. And he's like, perfect. You did it. Yeah. Batman is totally unaware. (laughs) And also then when he says like the air conditioner thing, how would he? I was assuming that was the button to shut off the connection to Penguin's remote control. But apparently it was the ejector seat button. Which in the which episode was it? Was it the Mad Hatter episode where uh, Batman like hit the ejector seat and shot up the, the top of the bridge where those guys were gonna like commit suicide? Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, in that does the Bat Glider burst out of his chair like the way it does with these? Maybe it does. I I don't. I know a series. Why are you asking me? Because we wa- both watched it just as recently. <laughs> I have, I have, no. But like the bat gliders in this one don't have the little hang glider bar. Batman's just flying like Superman through the sky. What's well, the thing? He gets ejected out of his seat, yeah. but the seat stays, and he's just wearing <laughs> yeah. a backpack that turns into bat wings that let him fly like Superman. James has got something in his, in his headphones. Ear. I thought it was like an ant or something because sometimes there's ants in here. I'm That's, surprised it's not right now. I'm going to jinx it. I'm sorry. And I knock on all the wood. Let's talk about the cast. Let's okay? talk about the we cast. We got Kevin Conroy as Batman. Batman. We have John Delancey as Eagle- Eagleton. That was the that was his driver, Penguin's driver. Oh. John Delancey plays Q on Star Trek The Next Generation. Are you familiar with this character? I know Q from James Bond. No. Oh. Uh, he's also Donald Margolis, Margolis something, on Breaking Bad. Haven't seen it. Eugene Bradford on 518 episodes of Days of Our Lives. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> uh, and But he's also a bunch... Oh, he plays Dark Booty on Invader <laughs> Zim. <laughs> Agent 
Doc Booty? <laughs> on Invader Zim. Oh, that's the best thing he's done. <laughs> uh, he's been in a handful of other DC uh, animated things uh, much more recently. He's Brainiac in Justice League Action, Mr. Twister in Young Justice, and Sinestro on the Duck Dodgers episode, The Green Loon Turn. <laughs> Can we talk about Dark Booty? <laughs> he's in like two episodes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's such a pivotal character. <laughs> it's been a while. I really don't remember. We should watch it again. We should watch Invader Zim after the Invader Zim podcast. I'll get Maddie for that one, too. Uh, Steve Franken as Rundle. <laughs> Grundle. Uh, all I wrote for his pat, his other stuff is a bunch. I was I was doing these at a, about 1 a.m. this morning because <laughs> I totally forgot to write any of the... Or not forgot, but I didn't make time to write any of this stuff out. Nice. Uh, so I just wrote... A bunch of old 60s and 70s shows, I don't know, if you name a show from that era, he was probably in it. <laughs> Batman. Oh my god, probably. Barry Gordon as Sheldrake. This is another uh, goon. Uh, he played Donatello on the 80s TMNT <laughs> animated series. Nice. Uh, Captain Marvel Jr. on the animated The Kid Superpower Hour with Shazam in 1981. I'm sorry. Yeah, and that was that's the main two things. <laughs> oh. Uh, I think this guy, yeah, he was, uh, no, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Forget I said anything. Uh, Lauren Lester as Robin. Candy Brown as Marva. There was nothing interesting on her IMDb. Sorry, Candy Brown. Uh, Walter Olkowicz as Falcone. Uh, the only thing of interest was uh, to maybe to you. I have to write this down whenever it happens. He was in five episodes of Night Court. Night Court. <laughs> Night Court, your favorite. Talking your childhood about Richard favorite. Mole. Richard Mole. 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 I was about to do the Austin Powers thing, and you're doing it. You're doing it. You're really doing it. Paul Williams is Penguin, which you asked to get, like, who did his voice? I, that voice just sounds so, like, reminiscent. And it is not, though. No. He's the Penguin. He wrote Rainbow Connection. The Penguin did. And Paul <laughs> Winfield as Earl Cooper. Uh, he had a recognizable face to me, but I couldn't figure out why, and these may be why, but I don't know for sure. He played General Casey in Mars Attacks. General Casey? Ed Trexler, who's a cop in the first Terminator movie, and Captain Terrell in Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. So if those, if any of those mean anyone, anything to anybody, <laughs> that's who that is. Uh, Tribs. Yeah. Medium tribs, mid tribs. Okay. In the shot of the airplane taking off. This is at the Gotham Airport. Which what did that one? sign say? Like Gotham, the playground, America's playground or America's something. Playground. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> if, uh, the Joker's playground, maybe. Uh, in the shot of the airplane taking off, there is a clearly noticeable hair on the bottom of the screen. When the animation is reused, <laughs> this time with the Batmobile instead of the plane, the hair is still there. I didn't notice. Maybe it's gone in the Blu-ray. Who knows? Mm. The idea of Penguin taking control of the Batmobile derived from uh, Batman Returns as well as a large duck that Penguin sends Arnold to his doom in. Big duck. Big duck. Ending a sentence with a preposition. The license plate Penguin rips in half refers to Gotham, the Dark Deco State. Dark Deco was the term used by production crew to describe the show's Art Deco style. Uh, oh. Okay, I was kind of wondering. Yeah, I said it was very brief. Uh, this triv I enjoy because it relates to something we say a lot on this podcast. The truck 
from which the Penguin's men shoot the tires during the second chase with Batman. That was, I think it was the truck that you said, oh, the... The rims turn the into rim, jelly beans. The rims were bending, yeah. Uh, is the same model as the lorry Batman used to destroy Red Claw's plague in the Cat and the Claw Part 2, right down to the flammable logo on the back. So this is the truck that explodes and the fire hand reaches out of it to explode the other helicopter or whatever was going on in that scene. Man, it's so famous and I didn't even know. Yeah. So I, I thought that was fun. Okay. Okay. I'm getting the sense that you don't enjoy the trip section. <sighs> I'm just so not enjoying the trivs right now. Well, I'll Let's tell you that in the 2015 video game Batman Arkham Knight, across the street from the Bank of Gotham in Chinatown, there's an auto shop called Earl Cooper Auto Repair. Hey! Hey! I enjoy that. Thank you. True to form, <laughs> the Penguin's henchmen all have avian names. Eagleton, Sheldrake, and Falcone. Oh, <laughs> I didn't put that together. There's a there's like a famous comic book Batman gang lord Rupert Thorne style guy uh, named Carmine Falcone, and this guy's name is Falcone, but that's the only time anyone named that is ever in the DCAU. Hmm. So there's like a pseudo fan theory that this guy might be related to him, but he's also in like two ep- episodes as a penguin henchman, so probably not. <laughs> That's, okay. I've never really bought that. He's a second cousin. <laughs> yeah, he's like the the child that no, the like, okay, well, you can work for the penguin. <laughs> uh, are there any cool keen, uh, keen effects in this episode? No. <laughs> I don't know. There was uh Oh, this has nothing to do with Keen effects, but something I thought of during the episode is they drive the Batmobile to like a like a parking garage or something, and the ground opens up and it's like a big uh, right like like mechanic lift. Yeah, a lift. Yeah, a risey thing. A risey thing. Batmobile. But it's goes, a lowery thing. In this yeah, a lowery thing. The Batmobile goes down to that floor level. The ceiling closes or whatever. Oh, about so, like. Eight floors or more yeah. down. So they're in this like underground thing. So my first thought was like, oh, this is cool. This is like a lot like in the Dark Knight movie. Batman's like Batcave-ish place is like very similar to this location. Maybe that was ripped from this. I don't know. My second thought was the penguin and his goons just burst through the wall to get in. <laughs> Uh-huh. Where what's on the other side of that wall? Where are they coming from? <laughs> I I see your where are they busting in from, and I raise you. Why did Batman not catch the whole basement thing? <laughs> yeah, when, when like eight how much down, yeah. more basement could there yeah. be? Well, that's what I was thinking was. That's why I said because he's like, oh, she's in the basement. I forgot that he's doing a thing. And I was, I just said basement, yeah. and then he's in the basement. I'm like, oh, this is a thing. Okay, <laughs> like it's not supposed to make sense. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like it, they, they you, yeah, I don't know. They could have made sense if they wanted to. But yeah, where do penguin and his guys come from? There's just completely bright white light behind them to like a spooky heaven. It's Sherbet's mom's living room from the top of the stairs. <laughs> Sherbet? It's so bright up here, Sherbet. Please let me come down. <laughs> I like, uh, uh, there was a really uncomfortable moment where uh, Batman's like, okay, well, we'll do whatever you got to do. And then they, you know, we'll be back in a couple of days. And the girl's like, a couple of days? It'll take a week. And they leave. 
And they're like, we're not going to see sunlight for a while, are we? And I was just like, oh, boy, like Batman really does just have these like workers <laughs> in a place <laughs> that he cannot let leave. And it's not a good thing. Basically held captivity in <laughs> yeah. his like subterranean mechanic shop. I pay you millions of dollars probably. So keep you, your mouth shut. You better not you see You live the sun. in this basement. Basement. <laughs> How many rooms does this basement even have? That's where Penguin came from. <laughs> oh man. This is a fun one. Did we do. What are we at? Keen effects. We, we don't know what any of them are. The, There's none. They what? Uh, no. Ex- was there an explosion? The Batmobile exploded. Okay. How did Penguin see where he was driving the Batmobile? He didn't. <laughs> well, he 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 somehow could see every behind and through every wall. As it, like my first thought was, okay, maybe there's like a camera on the front of the Batmobile, like he's PO, he's Pav driving it. Yeah. But we never see anything like that in his little remote control. It just has like a little radar or something on it. Yeah, I mean, like I think the Penguin's like looking out the window. Yeah, he. So they they both go to the airport. He parks like somewhere on the strip, and then just watches as he drives Batman yards and yards away into into a parking garage past walls where he can't see and it's perfectly driving up the like spiral ramp and and then then they get to the top and so even if penguin could see all of this the whole time batman and robin eject out of the batmobile and then the batmobile crashes and penguin's like yep they died they definitely died i didn't see them shoot out of it and burst into wings (laughs) so a lot of plot holes Lots of holes. Holes. We were talking about holes a lot. Holes, baby. It's holes, baby. Do we even have a... uh, Do we have a subtitle for this episode? I don't know. There will be something in here. I'll pick it out when we listen. Boy, oh boy. I hope so. Um, Batman's usefulness rating? Not good. Mm. He's been slacking. He hasn't done anything yeah, impressive in a while here. Did he do anything? I mean, he, I guess, yeah, Earl sort of, like, he figured out what Earl meant by air conditioner. <laughs> That's all he really did. In this. But, like, Robin took out, excuse me, Robin and Marva yeah. took out the penguin. Yeah, and Batman also, like, uh, the, in two episodes in a row now, the Batmobile gets fucked up in the first two minutes of the episode. Hmm. <laughs> and Batman just goes, oh, dang it, and goes away. <laughs> Good point. Uh, I don't even know what I'd... I'm... Uh, hmm. I'll I'll give Batman two, again, loner bat cycles out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, uh, uh Oh. I know one for you if you don't think of oh, it. Oh, I don't have one. Oh. I'm giving him 1.5, so you can take over from there. 1.5 mysteriously teleporting car cover blanket things <gasps> over <laughs> Oh, we didn't talk about that, did we? You want that to wasn't set in the tribs. Scene. No, it wasn't. Yeah, let's set the scene. So Earl is like just finished up. He's just finished up doing the mechanic work on the Batmobile. He's all happy, ready to call He's Batman. Happy. He's like polishing the hood. Yeah. And then the in wall which blasts you see so shots of the front half of the Batmobile a couple of times, like in full. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like polishing the front of the Batmobile, and then 
Penguin and his henchmen come blasting through the wall. Earl gets like thrown back. You can see him getting thrown back next to the Batmobile, which is just the Batmobile just sitting there. And then Penguin and his henchmen walk up to the Batmobile, which is now covered by a sheet. Yeah, like a tarp or something. Despite the fact that Earl was just polishing it, it wasn't covered. Earl got blown back in an explosion. And then they, they walk over. Pull it off. And they dramatically <laughs> pull off the thing. Which was and never the music there. also goes like, it's the Batmobile. You didn't know. Even though he's <laughs> polishing the there? Batmobile the whole time. And then Penguin cops a feel and it goes bling, bling, shiny effects. Those Truth. were some keen effects there. Oh, the there ding, you go. The, there were some ghoul, like, ghoul. There were some ghoul. There some was some gruel, ghoul, like, mean girls light reference. shinies. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. I don't know. Gruel. Gruel. Stop trying to make gruel this thing. That's so fetch. Shway. 96.9. The Shway. The Shway. Yeah, well, it's like, I feel like at first I thought, because you're like, did you see that? There was no tarp on that, and we rewound. But I was thinking that when he's polishing it, you only saw, like, just where his hand was because when the penguin goes up to pull the tarp off, that There's a corner little is bit exposed. exposed, but yeah, much more of but it you get was to see exposed. More, yeah. <laughs> what the heck, people? A com part can you two. Not draw a thing? It is funny that we tear apart that minuscule of things when it's like it doesn't affect the greater episode in any way, and we're just like. But at the same time, we're just being quarter butts. million dollars per episode. Like you can't, you wow, can't draw some a little better things. Maybe sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> I was talking to to Dan Reba about uh, an upcoming episode, uh, and he's like, "That piece of shit was episode fifty or something like that." Yeah. Like he's like, "They was that far into the thing." Like even he was surprised that it wasn't like er- the bad ones weren't earlier on. Oh. That's what I keep. That's what I keep going in my head. Of like, of course, the first few episodes of Batman kind of suck, and then they get real good. And then so far, it's just been like one real good episode among like five or six clunkers. Clunkers. Like We're going back. This is a clunker. Harley and Ivy was good. This was a clunker. This was definitely a clunker. It's a clunker. A clucker. Because he goes, Rock! I'm the penguin. Kiss off. You dumb cluck. Books or hip hop. This was a books. It was a book. It was a it book was, full it was of an, Batmobile blueprints. It was It was like, yeah, an auto manual. The Autobahn? What did Penguin say about like a reverse Autobahn? Do you remember <laughs> this? Is that just a road with speed limits all the time? <laughs> yeah. There's cars. There's only cars. And the pavement drives on the cars. <laughs> but but he, I swear he said that. He's in his, like, penguin throne, and he's mad about some pre-seen thing. And the, he, I swear he says, like, a reverse Autobahn and steps on a thing. I don't know. Maybe I hallucinated that. <laughs> Your brain was trying to come up with something more intriguing. Do we put this on the top ten? No. Nope. Do we put this on the bottom ten? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I'm trying to get to. Oh, there we go. Our bottom ten right now. Uh, our bottom sev- seven in, which <laughs> should be more than that. I think maybe we changed it to just always be. No. Oh, I see what it is. It's ten. It's currently 10, but there's a 7 where the T is. <laughs> 7N. Okay, I got it now. You got it. Uh, 
Prophet does this does this stack up with the badness of the following episodes? Mm. Prophecy of Doom. Mm. Uh, I've got Batman in my basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it stacks up musically. Yeah. The because <laughs> it's the same music. The Last Laugh, The Clock King, <laughs> no. Be a Clown, The no. Cat and the Claw Part Two. It's never too late. Uh, Mad as a Hatter, The Underdwellers, and mm. Cat Scratch Fever. I'm realizing now that. We agreed that the Underdwellers would always be at the bottom of this list. So <laughs> I'm putting Cat Scratch Fever above it. Cool. But I don't think this was as bad no, as No, I don't think so either. It was, like I, I think it was just boring. You said you didn't think it was boring, but yeah. I don't know. No, it's not, it's not bottom 10 material. Yeah. Said it's close. Bottom 11. Yeah. yeah. It could be, but it's not. No. Not this time. No. Not this time. Well, then what? Then the future with the mail. Oh, okay. We drop what we drop. Our weekly yachts. Oh, yeah, those. Into the comment box. First. There sure was a lot. Now yeah, Jamie's, Jamie's mad. mad. Too bad we're all. At least I am. Just Dylan Pollock. <laughs> it sounds fine to me. Do you really need to bump up the Dylan Pollock part? I mean, maybe we'll, it'll be fine for this one, and I'll, I'll just do it later. It just... I listened to it on my phone. Oh yeah, it was to, on some on device, phone, yeah. and it was just like listening to everything, 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 everything. And then you heard the. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, like thirty it, yeah. decibels lower than everything else, and just I couldn't <laughs> hear it with the speakers I was editing. I was on. just I was just talking with Adam the other day about perceived volume versus uh, like literal waveform, whatever yeah. level volume. That yeah. apparently those are two different things, and so yep. like. It makes sense because I often will get comments on videos being like, oh my God, like turn down the this thing. It's way too loud. And I'll be like, it's the same level as me talking the whole time. What are you talking about? You're wrong. But I, I then I listen on like a different speaker and go, oh, I, I get it now. I see. Yeah. It's the, was it like Fletcher Munson? It was some, yeah, some. A couple of dudes' names and like there's these yeah. certain. Um, ranges like eq ranges that are more yeah. perceptible of the human hearing and then also like depending on what your device is which might have a bias towards that already so if there's like a 1200 hertz <laughs> this is getting really nerdy yeah no I, i'm yeah i'm there i'm okay good. <laughs> uh, if you have like something that's like kind of loud at 1200 hertz that's eq'd in a way to be yeah. like more sharp in, in that that space and you listen to it to on a device that has a bias towards 1200 hertz then it's going to be like quadruple the volume and I think I've told you before that my like high school version of me's audio mixing capabilities included. I can't hear that. I better turn it up louder. Like yeah. I wouldn't turn down music or sound effects or whatever under dialogue. I would just turn the dialogue up and just everything is blasting. Yeah. Now I'm at least aware of that. But I've been finding that like when I'm I'm doing these storyline finale videos and there's just all this crazy music and sound effects and things happening and i have to also get the like the white space it'll collapse and blah blah blah, blah. and i have to, you have to hear that but also the music shouldn't go away too much and all this stuff and Can i'm I- just like having to listen ooh. on six different speakers to make sure ooh. i didn't do ooh. it wrong ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> what what Jamie, uh, brian in the back yes. yes hi you uh have you heard of sidechain compression <laughs> no <laughs> okay um and listener if you, have you ever done anything with with uh, like, this is the mail segment. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> you ever done anything with like kind of like uh, more professional quality production? You need to know about side com- side chain compression, which is essentially like in video world, you might know it as ducking. 
Okay. But you can basically use a compressor. Oh, wow. Like, you're, you're going to have to look this up. <laughs> look it up specifically with how you're editing. Okay. But you use a compressor and you, like, send basically the audio from, like, the, the voice that you want to hear above everything else. Yeah. You can kind of loop that through in a way that when you specifically talk, it'll send a compressor mm. and like limiter or whatever you have set up. So it'll actually get itself out of the way each time like you talk. automatically? Yeah. And only in the space where things are and with like the natural influx of a human voice or whatever instrument or whatever you're using. Like that's a lot of how like DJs use it for that really like pumping yeah. bass sound where the kick drums goes <laughs> and everything seems like it kind of gets quieter. That's like an extreme version of sidechain compression. Okay. I might have to look into that because I'm doing that manually basically. And I feel mm. pretty confident in it now, but like, Oh my God. <laughs> sidechain, sidechain compression. Look into it. What? You mean that's better than having 12 tracks of audio that I'm uh, manually cutting and, and du ducking down and back up uh, every time? You know, as someone who's like, struggling to make the time to make these big videos happen i bet you that would save you a day <laughs> and that's always my last step on the videos too is this stuff and i'm always going like there's gotta be a better way i'm in black and white and i'm dumping uh, spaghetti all over the place <laughs> 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 all over my head like the joker and harley and ivy which is the episode that we are talking about the mail from right is now we're in, in this segment called yappy mail here it is right no wait <laughs> just play the song again now that we're actually going to do the mail. Um, anyway, no, I'm, I'm glad to learn about that. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to actually look into that when yeah. I'm not in the middle of everything else. Yeah. But maybe for virality. No, you should do it sooner than later, honestly. You have time. <laughs> you you made time for yourself for this trip you're taking. Yeah. Give yourself like an hour to learn sidechain compression <laughs> and it will save you so on, much time. On and no computer that I have. I guess I could just watch some tutorial video or something. Yep. Anyway, this anyway. is from Jeremy Wormwood uh, sending a funny thing, like the Sewer King. But I'm not, I don't remember what Jeremiah Worm Diet Riddler's voice sounded like, so I'm just going to read this email. It says, so I'm not the only villain who gets gifts from Batman. Hey, Yappy dudes, are you ready for another Penguin episode after the masterpiece that was I've Got Batman in My Basement? I must say Penguin hijacking the Batmobile's controls was a clever nod to Batman Returns. I'll pause there because I realized I edited something out of the podcast, uh, this episode, the me mechanic, the mechanic, uh, where I had mentioned that uh, to you in person that, like, I looked up the date that Batman Returns came out to see, like, who stole from who, the idea of Penguin remote controlling the Batmobile. And I had completely forgotten that... Uh, when we interviewed Randy Rogel, who wrote the episode, he talked to us about how they wrote that episode forever before Batman Returns came out. And then they went to see Batman Returns as like a group. This like cartoon staff went to go see it. And they were all yeah. sitting there like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> we did this. We came up with this kind of a thing. Oh, my God. So, like, it was just parallel thinking of Penguin controlling the Batmobile, which doesn't make any sense. I don't get how... That doesn't seem like an obvious thing to do, but I guess it is. Yeah, I mean, Stranger <laughs> Things have happened, right? Like, I guess so. The show Stranger Things. Yeah. Str oh, God damn it. 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> you're like annoyed by that, even though you haven't watched it, just because it's mega popular. I get it. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Anyway, uh, I also must say, Penguin getting the Bat-themed license plate at the end makes me feel less special. I thought I was the only inmate worthy of Batman gifts after receiving his cape and cowl in prison. I guess everyone gets them. I wonder what the Riddler gets. If I could offer my thoughts on the ivy plant eating ivy plant eating conundrum, my theory is that ivy's plant-based diet stems from the fact that plants such as carrots are meant to be eaten. Their purpose in nature is to be consumed uh, by other inhabitants of this earth. I guess that's arguable <laughs> whether anything is intended to be eaten, but uh, I mean, a lot of like berries and stuff are for like proliferation's sake, like blackberries. You know, their seeds are in there. Yeah. Birds eat them. They fly somewhere else and they poop them out. And then Aaron is is part of this conversation, I guess. What's up, buddy? He says, mm, 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 mm. "Does he even know my name yet?" He doesn't know any words besides like "mama," sort of. I know. Man, what, what a slacker! But yeah, I don't. I don't know. If, I mean, I guess you could say carrots are carrots. What other purpose do carrots serve? Do they like they don't like pollinate anything? They don't. Well, if you want to get really technical, that's selective breeding that caused carrots to be the way that carrots are. And okay, before yeah. they were like not they they weren't like like same way corn looked more like wheat. When well, it then was, shouldn't poison ivy be like mad about selective breeding of plants? <laughs> I mean, she does it. Maybe she's well. Okay, yeah, she does it to quite <laughs> quite a climactic scale. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, meanwhile, trees aren't meant to be cut down and transformed into furniture or paper. They're meant to provide clean air for inhabitants. Stay yappy, the not Riddler guy. Okay, yeah, we will stay yappy. Thank Thanks, you very Dan Riddler. Much. This is from Tip Tapricot. Speedy, Tip speedy contemplations of the mechanic. Uh, sorry, this one's about ten seconds over. I had a lot of lot to fit in about a very <laughs> weird episode. Hope you enjoy my crunchy audio quality and auctioneer word speed. And here we go. For the shitty audio quality this week, but here are the cut templations on the mechanic. I have a lot, so we're going pretty fast. Side note: Before we begin, every time I'm scrolling through to watch the episode for the week, I realize how many we still have to get to because my site has them in production order. So I'm like, oh yeah, we've seen these ones, but not those ones yet. Anyway, so we start off the episode with Robin jump scare, uh, and then proceed to see some of the luckiest car crash victims and some very interesting animated expressions. I didn't love any of the animation in this episode. It was very weird and clunky. Um, even though I don't love this episode, I do think that it answers a really good question, which is like how Batman functions with the car and everything, and also hmm. how has no one found out about this yet? Which they do. Uh, the guy who came in with the info about the Batmobile was the most annoying motherfucker on the planet, gone to be the sewer king, so I'm happy that he most likely drowned. Uh, when you have the guy going after Earl in the flashback and he raises his wrench, I was really taken aback by his boobs. I don't know why they animated him like that, but he has some real honkers. I like the old Batmobile design. Very retro, very fun. Uh, the music balance felt very off this episode. There was a lot of silence and then a lot of very loud parts. I don't know how Penguin steered the car inside a building when he couldn't <laughs> yeah. see he didn't have a computer screen. Yeah. Love the mm, 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 bat finger shake. And also that Penguin was so mad at a bat pun that he managed to break metal with his bare hands. In the end, we all just know that Earl is too good for this episode. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot. Nice. <laughs> um, bra bravo, Tip Tapricot, for uh, getting all those very concise thoughts in and flawlessly at that. Yeah, I, I, I think we did not talk about the Batman mm, 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 finger shake that he does. Do you even mm. remember that happening? No. Yeah, <laughs> I knew uh, the shot was coming, and I looked over at you and did. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, <laughs> <at the same> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> spoilers for a thing you've already watched. Spoilers for something at the exact moment that it's happening. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I was watching one of the... I, last night, I just felt very like, oh, I'm ahead on the story finale editing I wanted to do today. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna watch this one of the movies, the DCAU movies. I put it on, and I'm like quoting lines as they're happening because I'm a stupid <laughs> asshole. And I'm like, it's going to be really hard to not do this when Brian is watching this with me. I'm just going to be like humming the music or saying the line with the character as they say it and all this stuff. Because I've definitely seen the movies like more times than the episodes because they're oh. easier to digest. They're just like a thing. A one, I don't know. Oh, like a they're, standalone. They're more, yeah, yeah. They're just like... Here's a long episode that's more, I don't know, cinematic, theatrical, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I'm just like, okay, you're just going to have to like sit there, just keep my mouth fucking shut the whole time that Brian is watching this. I have <laughs> faith in you, but I also know you enough that you're probably going to say, like, you're going to have like two or three things that you'll not be able to not say. And <laughs> yeah. I think the rest of the time, you're just going to work really hard at not saying things. If it's an important moment, I'm not going to like talk over it. But if it's if it's just like, oh, this when Batman punches the guy and he says this, I'm probably going to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I expect that. Because <laughs> I need you to know that I'm really smart and cool. <laughs> and <know these. laughs> That's oh. the only way you'll ever know. Fair. Uh, we have voice messages from several people. This first one is from... Jordan Blumen, GCN Musical Minutes. It's GCN, Gotham City News with Jack Ryder. Tonight's top headline, batshit crazy. Batman's gone nuts and has been driving the Batmobile erratically all over town. Also, I'm pretty sure he car-bombed an airport, but I'm sure the GCPD will have a satisfactory explanation. Now over to the music. Watching this episode, the first thing that stood out to me was the Penguin theme. Then mm -hmm. a short while later, I noticed the penguin theme. <laughs> and then a little bit after that, I came across the penguin theme. <laughs> and basically, the penguin theme was so ridiculously overused in this episode, and I've noticed that it's overused a lot every time he shows up. And I'm starting to wonder if that's the point, <laughs> to severely overuse his theme so he becomes a much more annoying character. Ooh. And it's working. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there. I bet the... It was like the composer of this episode was like a one-time guy. I wonder if he just like, who wrote I've Got Batman in My Basement? I'm just going to use that <laughs> over and over again. I like that when you were watching it, too, you were like saying that kind of under your breath as well. I've got Batman, I've got Batman in my, in my basement. basement. <laughs> That's, uh, those are the words of the song. <laughs> this is uh, a message from El Raton Con Alas from Scotty Cameron. A rat with wings, I think, is what that means. <laughs> That is for Jamie, since he doesn't like corn. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> El Raton Canales here. I hope you like this Penguin episode much more than I've got Batman in my basement. Mm. I mean, you get to see me wreak havoc with the Batmobile, you get to see me send a guy down a whirlpool, and you get to see the origin of the Batmobile's mechanic. What more could you want? From a penguin episode. <laughs> oh, and Brian. More. <laughs> I have a song that came to mind when you were doing the whoa bit. <laughs> Elevate by Papa Roach. You know the gist. I could be Dylan Pollock acting like the penguin from Batman Arkham City, or it could not be. Wait, is that is that what Papa Roach sounds like now? 
I was just about to ask that same thing. That sounded like a much more recent, like pop alternative pop. Some yeah, pop. hipster song. Although yeah. they were barely like, <laughs> they were they were rockish, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like but not what I, I agreed, not what I expected. <laughs> uh, this one is anyway. "Get Out of Bat Dreams, Get Fixing Bat Car" from Dylan Pollock. <laughs> it's time for the thoughts of the week from Dylan Pollock on the mechanic, where Bruce Wayne had time to learn all those martial arts, but couldn't learn about an engine or a carburetor or I don't know, I don't know car stuff. I don't have that much time. Hey, James and B. Ryan. So, if you're Earl the mechanic, do you think you're paid well? Does he overcharge the hell out of Batman, knowing that he's just got all this wealthy backing I behind think him? So. He must know that the guy's actually just rich and there's not a bunch of backers who, who are Batman's sponsors. Otherwise, he'd have decals like the NASCAR guys. <laughs> oh, I too feel like Mr. Rundle, where my life is spiraling when I'm expected to return to work. That poor guy. Yep. Also, James, you're the guy who knows this stuff. Uh-huh. Is Penguin's plan ripping off uh, Batman Returns or did Batman Returns rip off this episode? We'll never know. Oh, P.S. I want to thank Kimmy for the inclusion in the song. And I immediately showed it to Giselle because I was quite much excited. <laughs> I couldn't even do words right then. And finally, question of the week. Running out of time. James, favorite part. What car from movies or TV would you want to drive? The Batmobile? Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters? I don't know. Pick a car. I pick the DeLorean. Go, go, go. The 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 the, the talking one, the <laughs> Night Rider car, Night Rider. <laughs> the talkie one the that talkie we couldn't one. remember the name of. I know it has a name, but I don't know. Uh, Kip Kip Kit. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> uh, <whoa>. Chip Skylark. <laughs> That's <laughs> the name ride. of the car. Never mind. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of Joker's. <laughs> I don't. That's the name of Joker's car. Is Chip Skylark? Is the shiny teeth on the front? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I, that totally. That totally checks out. Um, <laughs> what car do you want to drive? <sighs> I'm. I'm so lame. <laughs> Uh, in all these like kind of more like fantastical vehicles that know (laughs) that exist honestly it would probably be the 1967 shelby gt 500 from the second like the remake version of gone in 60 seconds oh my god you had that down pat that is is there a car in the movie it's pat (laughs) yeah it's a it's a that you want to drive it's a toyota (laughs) Camry, um, yeah, no, probably, probably the Shelby GT500. Oh God, There's like, I don't have an actual answer. I don't think I've watched a single episode of Knight Rider. I'm just trying to sound good. You know? Oh, I just want people to like me, and I just can't. It never works. It's true. Nobody I always, likes I'm always you. throwing hand sanitizer in their eyes, <laughs> <laughs> and they never forgive me. <laughs> the the uh, I, I like the idea of Batman just having a bunch of like Gothcorp, Wayne Enterprises, and yeah. stuff like all over his car, <laughs> or whatever the what was the one uh, Yappy Foods. Yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't remember <laughs> for some reason. I'd like it to be just like actual like like on like the NASCAR cars, like just like yeah. household deployment, like Swiffer, like a big like <laughs> yeah, Swiffer yeah. on the Batmobile or something. Whatever like brand of broom Alfred buys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Kellogg's or like whatever. <laughs> yeah, BP. I'm trying to think of any of the other like companies we know exist already in in DCAU, but those are the big ones, I think. Gothcorp and Kellogg's, you know. Yeah, <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, the Goth McDonald's. Yeah, he would have, he would have that on there. Uh, one last uh, voice message we have from Scarface Nate. Robin returns again. Hello, Jim, Jim, Jimmy, James, Jim, uh, Jimmy, John. That's me. Jigglypuff and Brian Jigglypuff. Rick, which is logically Bay 
Brickinator? Yes. Oh, no, I'm talking to the robotic name, guys. I like bridges. Okay. Anyways, here are my thoughts on the mechanic. I saw the episode, but not much to talk about. Other than the Batman Return parallels, the Penguins right up murdering a dude. Also, did anyone else hear the beginning of the Imperial March when Penguin blew up the entrance to the mechanic? No? What? No one? Not even Jordan Bloom. Also, suddenly here comes the Robin. Again. And not doing anything of importance. Again. Okay. Yeah, not much to talk about. Um, but concerning life itself, I will be trying to stay consistent with voice messages, but this awesome. will be the last one before I get stuck with all the college stuff, so you may see me in the comments more. But, so yeah, wish me luck on that. Stay happy. Break all of your legs on the co- on college things. <laughs> I'm just going to go with because it's not a performance, like, good luck with all the college things. <laughs> oh, no, uh, you jinxed it. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, no, if, uh, you're not asking for advice, but I'm going to give you advice anyway. Um, don't. Don't wait till the last minute. I'm very much a deadline-driven yeah. person, and that, uh, that that's not the thing to do in college. Don't. That's wait coming the last from minute. someone who graduated college in 1914. So yeah, and things Europe. were a lot. You know, Think. we had like abacuses, and like we had to sharpen yeah. our pencils, and but the basics of it, nothing's changed. Like iPads didn't even have batteries in them; they had to be plugged in. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, those 1914 iPads really sucked. They did. They were so heavy. We've come a long way. Yeah. School is tough and hard and good. Yeah. Also, are you going to school in big bus? Just try to get oh, yeah. all the listener to like move this way. Yeah, I think that that's a kind of a requirement at this point. If you've been listening for nearly fifty episodes. You have to move to big bus. Yeah. First, you have to find out where that is. <laughs> not hard to do. <laughs> Probably not. Realized with- Especially because the last what you were talking about the dark room thing. Yep. You just said the name of the town like six times, and neither of us caught it, and I had edited it out. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway. Yeah. I mean, which isn't really like a, I think it's just kind of like no. the fun lore, but still, come to come to Big Bus. It's what. And also, at I, this I, point. I messed up the. Uh, I'm going to make a slight correction here. Ha ha ha. Uh, the gallery opening that I talked about last episode is actually on Saturday the 3rd, not Friday the 2nd. Oh, okay. 6 p.m. Be there. Or be... There. Uh, just be there. There. Yeah, just be there. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only options. <laughs> These are comments on the last episode, Harley and Ivy or Senior Trapezoidal Doorstep Marshmallow <laughs> on the pod town. <laughs> <laughs> I always love reading those titles back to you. Yeah. After, but like, I write them out like, okay, I guess that's what this one is, and then solidify it the next episode by saying it like, or this, this is the name. I like that it's not solidified. <laughs> like you've published it, it's out there. Everyone can <laughs> yeah. read it, but it's not solidified no, until the episode not after. Until I when say you it, read out it. Loud, yeah. <laughs> uh, Super Luigi sixty four yeah. can't wait to rewatch the mechanic, aka. No, really, we have some good Penguin episodes coming, I swear. <laughs> but, which I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm still putting money on there are no good Penguin episodes. Uh, Scarlowe says the new Yappy Mail song is yoptastic. Oh, yeah. I agree. That's the highest compliment you could get, Kimmy. Yeah. Take it. Take Nick Sorensen, and so begins the iconic partnership of the two Gotham girls. Would have thought this team up would end up. Oh, who would have thought this team up uh, would end up having as much of a long-lasting influence on mainstream DC as Harley Quinn herself? Love the expressive, fluid animation in this one too, like James does. So sorry, Brian, you're wrong. It actually says that I'm not making. It. <laughs> All, 
<laughs> also, rest in peace, Blues Clues, Yappy Mail theme was a fun contribution while it lasted. It was. I will. I am sad to see it go, but I'm also ecstatic for a, a listener submitted song to the podcast. Yeah. So. I'm looking forward to playing it. Maddie Washburn, please stop ruining Jimmy Eat World. You've done this bit so many more times since I posted this comment. Cut it out. The soundboard is better. Why won't it stop? <laughs> uh, you're welcome, Maddie. Well, you know, we'll do it again, I'm sure. Uh, Scrudge. Yeah, boy, I, I really feel like Batman's usefulness is like a historic low in the mechanic. He kind of bumbles his way through the opening car chase, ending in him totaling his vehicle, I guess because he somehow couldn't see the bridge was lowering. Then he just doesn't even register Earl's subtle clues in the garage. And then it takes him right to the end of Penguin's Batmobile joyride to remember what Earl said. Though in fairness, it's a good thing that Batman didn't press the AC button earlier while they were underneath the plane, which would have shot him and Robin to break their necks on the bottom of the hole. Overall, I get Batman's used oh to one farting penguin cars out of ten. Ooh. Oh, God, yeah, we should have gone for that one. Yeah, well we talked done. about the farting car, but yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, KM. Uh, writer Randy Rogel wrote both Two-Face episodes before this, but you might know him as a guy who wrote most Animaniacs songs. This is true. What? I don't think I've mentioned this to you. He wrote the, like, the, this country, this country, this country, this country. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's, I don't know the words because I am I never watched that as a child. Uh... But I know the song exists. <laughs> and that you would be happy to hear that. Oh, uh, he wrote lots of scripts for scripts for Animaniacs too. Another interesting thing I can find about him is that he wrote seven episodes for Muslim superhero cartoon The Ninety Nine. It was kind of a Muslim X Men ripoff, but I'm planning to watch it because lots of good DCAU writers worked on it. Nice, and I have some nostalgia for it from my childhood. That's cool. I had no, I didn't know this existed. No, uh, where, where, where do we see it? Yeah, the Ninety Nine. Steve Perry doesn't have too many TV credits, uh, but he's a sci-fi writer who wrote some Star Wars and Alien novels. Uh, he also wrote a few Conan novels. He sometimes works with Michael Reeves, who's also a BTS writer. Okay, huh. that's interesting. To answer Dylan's question, my favorite vegetable is a potato. My least favorite vegetable is artichoke. But don't worry, James, I understand you. I don't li like corn with a K, too. I don't understand why they're so popular. <laughs> I don't know how we didn't make this corn joke when I said corn, because we'd already done the corn TikTok. But sometimes we're bad at our jobs. I don't know. Yep. And better jokes. And also, God, how did I not say potato? Oh, yeah, that's much better. Well, it's a tuber, though. Does it count I as mean, a vegetable? That's the thing. Vegetable is like this overarching thing, but it's def rice is definitely not a vegetable, though. You were like, rice, I think, but that's not a vegetable. <laughs> meat, I think. I think I like meat, but that's not a vegetable. <laughs> the, the vegetarian whose favorite vegetable, vegetable is, meat. is meat. Yeah, <laughs> Ham. <laughs> uh, f they also say finally a good penguin story I don't, I don't know but it's much better than his first episode but that's not saying much I enjoyed this episode I think it's surrounded by better episodes so it feels a bit underwhelming on the retrospective if it was between off balance and what is reality instead of Harley and Ivy and the man who kills Batman I would have liked this episode a lot more I think that's probably true uh, This <laughs> our perspective is probably skewed a little bit by the surrounding episodes but I, still, I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of our job not to be <laughs> try know, not to put be, off yeah. by that. <laughs> yeah, we're still tearing apart every single episode, no matter what. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> God, we're terrible people. Uh, Bikanon says introduction spiel change. Okay, 
Uh, Brian has only seen episodes of Batman the Animated Series and is committed to experiencing, even if it means being dragged, kicking, and screaming, the entirety of the DC Animated Universe. <laughs> I think something along those lines is pretty good. It says yeah. what needs to be said. Ashley Touchin, Peter Davison is also the name of the actor who played the fifth Doctor in Doctor Who. I didn't realize he oh. moonlit as a composer on B-Test. That's two different guys. I'm also pleased to know that long after I'm gone, my legacy will live on thanks to Ashley Touchin is Australian being written on Brick's Wall. Speaking of which, I'm glad to hear some love for Australia's own The Weekly Planet. Oh, and point of interest, in her current main universe solo comic book series, Ivy outright confirmed she's not a vegan, and if anything, she's a carnivore. She even calls out some vegan farming practices for being ecologically destructive. Finally, I think it's funny that after watching the Batmobile zip around for nearly 50 episodes now, Brian's first thought when he hears the mechanic is, oh, well, Joker makes stuff. Uh, I guess the Joker in the just left a lasting impression. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, yes. We, we had, I think it was some, I don't know, the epi- I think it was Dreams in Darkness. Batman crashes the Batmobile into some trees after hallucinating Robin in the middle and of the road. And just leaves it there. Yeah, and then I said, like, you, like oh, there we will see, like, the guy who fixes the Batmobile oh. or something like that. Yeah. And then we finally did. Yeah. <laughs> it's always come flooding back to you. It's also really easy to say in hindsight, like, oh, it's funny you didn't think of this. But like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny it- you didn't think of this thing when you're being flood like bombarded with literally every piece of lore of everything all at once. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cole Papadakis says, In and around the 80s and 90s, Batman had a mechanic that fixed the Batmobile and made stuff for him. But unlike in the show, which was Earl Cooper, the comics had Harold, and Harold was a mute hunchback that lived in the Batcave. <laughs> I do shit. remember this. Yeah, I'm, I feel like there's many reasons why they probably didn't go with that. Uh, oh a little my God. bit of added, added Amazing. touch there. Quick, quick aside to the previous uh-huh. comment. It's funny oh, yeah. that uh, Ivy could have the gall to talk about, like, the unsound ecological uh <laughs> destructiveness yeah yeah destructiveness of like vegan farming when like let's just Turning talk people about into trees <laughs> well let's just talk about how detrimental it is to like farm cattle oh yeah <laughs> if the, all the like, things she could pick yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's a that's a bad argument there that i wonder that, who wrote that comic issue like, someone who doesn't know about farming <laughs> or just like trying to make it i don't know Everyone, everyone reads too far into like comic book writers trying to make statements with their comic books when comic books have been political since uh, they started. But mm. that maybe that's somebody trying to say like, actually, vegan practices are stupid and bad. It could be, <laughs> but I don't know. I've never read it. <laughs> uh, Mark Aquino is not first this week. <gasps> uh, sorry, folks. The voice of all us listeners, Dylan Pollock, has bested me this week as first commenter. I concede to you, good sir. Truly, we are all Dylan Pollock. For those wondering what caused my tardiness, just blame capitalism. It's the source of all evil anyway. Better luck next time, hopefully. Uh, please forgive me, my beloved bay brother, Brian Brickabrack, Broderick Braggadocio, break, in t- break into electric pee-pee poo-poo. <laughs> oh, and the episode was okay, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, and there's a correction. It was actually Wednesday 209. My mistake. Salute to you both. <laughs> Banana Man says okay. We'll forgive okay. you, Mark, yeah, next time. Of course. Bow, bow Sprightly, I would absolutely love to watch an episode all about Alfred fixing Batman's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Batman walked miles and miles with a wet bat glider back to the Batcave, and Alfred would get, God damn it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're making me do this again. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like they just go straight like New Yorker. Damn it, Bruce. God damn Get it. your wet bat glider out of here. <laughs> Alfred, what happened to your British accent that you're voiced by an American actor? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Hey, just let just leave me alone. I gotta fix this shit. <laughs> uh Dylan Pollock, dudes, beats are great. As my grandma said to hype them up, they make your bowel movement red. Perhaps not the best hype man. <laughs> also, we're sleeping Is on potatoes. <laughs> also, we're all sleeping on potatoes, a god-tier vegetable. Is it a tuber? I don't know. I'm so willing to host a top 10 debate on the top 10s, and as an unbiased judge, declare winning episodes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Man, this animation for Harley and Ivy is so bad. Is the absolute garbage worse? The worst. ACOM level's bad. I think Dylan's just saying that to get on your good side. But. I'm Dylan's already on my good side. Did you say yeah. Pataho? I did say Pataho. Uh, that's how you say the word, actually. <laughs> it's, you know, I'm giving you, I'm giving you a stare. I know. I know, but the list. Scotty Cameron, we're, the we're all Dylan Pollock part of Kimmy's song had me dying. <laughs> and Wednesday 209, I love how Jammy Jam Jam and Brian Brony Bro go slowly insane as the podcast goes on. I fucking love this show, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, the last, the, the in-person ones, we get a little more um, insane, I think. We we're do, like don't we? Having to watch multiple episodes in one day and we're just being around each other i think the energy gets a little bit cuckoo <laughs> do we get a little manic it's all the time we spent like filming together and then like yeah. after like 12 hours or 14 hours of filming then you just kind of like absolutely crack and maybe that we've just like broken something so that we're in person that energy's just we just start yeah. there remember when we were in the warehouse for 16 hours and that guy parked his car in front of the green screen and we had, we went to the hardware store and bought dollies to move the car but then he finally showed up to move the car and we could start filming like eight hours later than we wanted to and oh my god <laughs> that is one of the the things i have like saved on my snapchat the like <laughs> me just... on the phone with with the owner of the warehouse being like um excuse me <laughs> yeah there's like that one there's that that conversation film and then the very next one is like you just like smiling in a blank space where the car used to be and me just <laughs> screaming at the top of my lungs <laughs> yeah that's good whenever those come up i think you said them to me like every year <laughs> probably <laughs> uh, that's all the mail okay well that's Do a we... good mail do we return in time? Time vortex. We need like a time vortex sound effect when we travel time. We time travel vortex. Oh, our weekly time travel, travel vortex. vortex. Uh, whatever is next. <laughs> we just need Maddie here to go make a sound like in the time travel when happens in time travel in videos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Hi. I can't remember the song we kept singing. That's good. Already forgotten. We're stopping there. Yeah, Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna read off the name of the next episode uh, to Brother Broderick Bay Bay, otherwise known as Bay, <laughs> and he must guess what it is about. Are you ready, son, Ooh. father? Joker. It's a Joker episode. What? I haven't said the name of the episode. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's called The Man Who Killed Batman. J Joker? That's your guess. It's just Joker. Jo is it, wait, What's you Joker going to do? Kill Batman? Okay. 
but like metaphorically. Ooh. He's teaching an English lit class. <laughs> <laughs> the man who totally killed them <laughs> on that rap that he did up front, the poetry, the slam poetry that he's doing. Oh, <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. What are you? What are you thinking? The well, man, the man that killed Batman. The man bat that killed. I mean, <laughs> I I would have to assume that if it was actually like if it was if it was as literal ish as mm-hmm. it sounds, I'd assume that the answer would actually be Bruce Wayne hmm. being like, "I'm done with Batman." Hmm. Did I get it? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, shoot, no, I, I do know, and you didn't. But. Yes, we'll find out. Are you doing the Mr. Freeze voice? Mr. Freeze! (laughs) That's what he says all the days of Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Freeze! He says. Mr. Freeze, I see your back. Who could have done this? Mr. Freeze! (laughs) Oh, I bet it's Mr. Freeze. (laughs) Who's that creeping around the corner? (laughs) It's Pikachu! Oh, wait, no, let's do this properly, okay? Okay. Bo-do-bow. Who's that Batman villain? Bo-do-bow. Bo-do-bow. It's, oh, it's Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I almost fucked it. I almost forgot how it's supposed to go. I can't believe you of all people <laughs> like, fucked that up. Does he say his name? Anyway, if you want to reach out to us like the Firehand... At the end of the Cat in the Claw Part 2 that comes out of the same truck as in The Mechanic, uh, <laughs> please email us at podcast at watchtowerdatabase.com. You oh, can right. also send us one single voice message by going to anchor.fm slash batwagon. You like that the new wording? That sounds so shitty when you say it that <laughs> you way. piece of crap. Please only do, uh, leave us a comment on today's episode on the Pod Tower YouTube channel. Subscribe for new DCAU podcasts every week. YouTube.com slash the Pod Tower. Don't look at me when you're talking to me. I'm twisting my little mustache. I'm twisting your little mustache. I'll twist my little soap. I got a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> new episodes of the podcast are released every Friday on the Pod Tower YouTube channel, as well as your favorite podcast feed and watchtowerdatabase.com. Don't forget to rate and comment and subscribe and, and buy rate. a Yappy Dude t shirt. We have merch. Teespring.com slash stores slash. DCAU. It's DCAU. I thought it was pod. I thought it was yeah. going to be a pod. And pod I, I had no. it, but I then I second guessed myself. There's a Yappy Dude T-shirt. Maybe we'll do, do more shirts. Shirts. <laughs> what, what other jokes could be uh, from this podcast? Could be made Mr. Free. Yeah, the best new joke. Just us screaming that nineties <laughs> song from last time. I don't know. If you have ideas for merch stuff that you'd like to see, yeah. actually let us know. Yeah, that's probably a better idea. Should we just have a saying... shirt that says? I'm Dylan Pollock's sock puppet account. I <laughs> or it's that. just a sock puppet that says Dylan Pollock on it. <laughs> I would also wear that. I, I would wear the hell out of a Dylan Pollock shirt. Wait, is it a shirt with a sock puppet on it that says Dylan Pollock? Or is it a, or is sock? It a sock that it just says, says Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Pollock? Because <laughs> I can sell socks on this store. <laughs> hey, that's almost better. 
Anyway, Ooh. yeah, the the if you have if you have merch ideas from like inside jokes or things you even if they're not, uh, let me let us know comments, email that kind of stuff. Yeah, what I if think, we just have Bullock screaming, "Get up on the Hydra's back!" Or mm, that's bad, a dumb one. No, that's a bad one. A good, that's a terrible that's a idea. One. I can't wait for Mr. Freeze to show back up and for us to have already forgotten that. (laughs) What about a books or hip hop shirt? Yeah. Make it a book sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks, everyone. Uh, We'll see you next week for The Man Who Killed Batman. Wow, that sounds heavy. That sounds like an episode we will watch tomorrow morning. I can't wait. We could do it tonight and be really sleepy. Nah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> was it a dog fart? Rose. That was a rose grumble. <laughs> she didn't like, like our harmony. Stop. There's the penguin coming up and <laughs> on the end of it. <laughs> the key. You'll never catch me, Batman. <laughs> Love it. I'm gonna miss this place. Only till you see the new one I'm setting up for you. But this time I had my backers set up dummy corporations to order the parts through, so no one can ever trace you again. Yeah? Wait till you see the new Batmobile. It's gonna have tritium thrusters, dual accelerators, fuel-injected turbo boosters. For you!